welcome to the Cozy Mystery Book Club podcast. I'm your creator and hostess, Angela Maria Hart, also known as the woman behind everything Cozy Mystery Club over on Instagram and Twitter. Today's podcast episode features a previous book club discussion that aired October 26, 2021 over on YouTube. Myself and Colleen, aka I Like Old Books 1213, discussed One Poison Pie by Lynn Cahoon with the rest of the Cozy Mystery Book Club over on YouTube. Please get yourself a cup of tea, whatever flavor makes you happy, your coziest hoodie, and put aside a little over an hour to enjoy our book club discussion of One Poison Pie, book one of the Kitchen Witch Mystery Series by Linka Hoon. I think we're live! <laughs> okay, I, YouTube, we still got, I can still see the thumbnail and your hair is longer now and I'm going... Like, how long ago is this photo? I'm like, it's longer. (laughs) It's different. (laughs) That's true. It is. But you look so happy and cute in the photo. I love it. Even then, I have uh, photos where I have my old glasses on. I'm like, "Eh, that's an older photo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi, everybody. Oh, you guys already joined us. I love it when everybody's on their game, like right at seven o'clock. We're ready to go. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. And I just saw a little pumpkin emoji pop up in the comments. So, <laughs> so I've been playing around with StreamYard and I was able to figure something out. So I'm going to try and show y'all something. Let's see if this will work. Yay. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. Apparently Max wanted to like chime in there yeah. as well. So yeah. let's have a little introductory, like welcome to the live stream. So we can do this from now on. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. Apparently he yeah. wants to have part of this. <laughs> I you like it. I have the other one just for my channel. And this one actually has music too. I was playing That's around cool. so that I can include some, you know, other things. I can even put the little things on the screen. So we'll get some little Ooh. things going on. So we're going to be very high tech from now on. I've learned things. <laughs> That's awesome. Very nice. But with all that being said, tonight is about One Poison Pie by Lynn Cahoon. And I love my co-hostess. Colleen is so sweet. I don't know if you're on Instagram and Twitter, but you should be. And I love your comments because she has the reviews in there. She's talking about what she's reading. Please follow her. Please tell them what your username is for your platform. Sure. It's I like old books 1213. I like old books 1213. <laughs> I absolutely adore your feed. It is so, you're just a little bright ray of positivity and sunshine. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you, Alan Lady Gizmo. I'm glad you like my hat. Hopefully it doesn't look too much like a dunce cap. <laughs> I was going for the witch and then I was like, I hope this doesn't look like a dunce cap. Oh, well. <laughs> I think you look so sweet. I love how you even have like a skeleton shirt. You just went for it. I wish I had a like a witch hat to match you. <laughs> I, was so happy. I was like, I was like, I thought I was on it with my um Halloween Town shirt and like she just went up the ante. I'm that kid who came in with like the report ready for school and she's like, I have the report, I have the poster board, I have like my human, like you know project here to show you the live action person like you just went like all out a plus extra credit (laughs) well you know when you have a skeleton necklace you have to find chances to wear it (laughs) oh wait this isn't a skeleton this is spiders i'm wearing a spider necklace skeleton (laughs) i'm gonna say i I highly doubt there are a lot of opportunities otherwise (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh you guys are so cute in the comments 
I was like, might as well just dive right on in. So I'm really curious what you guys think of the book, our book of the month. You're ready for Halloween with the outfit. This book didn't really have the Halloween, but it was magical. We have a kitchen witch. So what did you think of One Poison Pie? (laughs) Well, I definitely felt that you jumped right into the, the magic world. And at the beginning, I was a little bit confused. You know, the, the term kitchen witch was being thrown around. And she is a kitchen witch, but she also has a doll that is a kitchen. And I, I didn't quite get that. And there's the familiars and there's a ghost in a cat's body. And so that was kind of all, you know, thrown at me quickly. So it took me a little while. But once I just focused in, you know, on the things I normally focus in on, the characters and the mystery and some of the, you know, conflicts and everything like that, then I got going. Mama Rock's first witch cozy I've ever read, same here. That was me too. I, I, I haven't read a lot of paranormal cozies and definitely not witch cozies. So, so I, you know, I had to get into it a little bit. But what, like I said, you know, then I got into the mystery and I was all right. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're looking for another witch one, this is another, I'm trying to figure out like if the glare will let me show you. So we got brownies and broomsticks by Bailey Cates. This is another, uh, we read this one a while ago. I don't even remember when it was. I really want to go back and count the number of books we've done for the club. Mm. And then another one to consider is Alison Brooks, her death overdue. There's a library ghost. She haunts the library. (laughs) So that's another fun one. And it's set during Halloween. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mrs. Morris. I have that one over there behind Mm. me. So like, yeah. So um, I love that you guys are still commenting. You guys are so great. You guys are the best. (laughs) But I'm curious what you guys in the comments thought of our book of the month. So what did you guys Mm -hmm. think? Did you like it? I know I asked you all for the stars right now. I think four stars is winning at 46%. I don't know if you want me to end the poll and just see see what the results are. So if I end it, we can see that four stars is so far the average y'all are thinking. And then over on Instagram, I just wrote this down. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you guys were averaging like you enjoyed it. Was it five stars? You still enjoy it? You, you liked it enough where it's not one of those, hey, I'm just going to pass on the rest of the series. So I'm really yes. curious to see what you guys think. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gizmo says Dorothy is here. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with that? That's another mystery that I think is the overarching mystery for the entire series, I guess. Right. And yeah, and Sharon Elizabeth is about to share that there's a prequel novella. And that was something that really tripped me up at the beginning, too, because the the police officer actually says to her, you know, something about you're always in the middle of things when bodies are found lately. And I was like, what? But this is the first book. How can that? But why are we talking like that things have already happened? And then I, you know, checked Goodreads and found, oh, there's that prequel novella. And so that was a little tricky. So I do wonder if some, I would have been less confused if, you know, I had read that first. But. I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm just nodding along like, yep, everything you're saying, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> because one of my questions was sort of about that whole, when you're telling writers what to do, they have that magical Bible of like, this is your setting. This is the magical world you created. And I felt as if we were, I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but we were just sort of like dropped into the magical world versus introduced to it. Yes. Because I, 
I remember filming the little Instagram TV, just a little short clip it, just saying this is our book of the month. And I was asking, is there going to be a perimeter so that normal people don't enter this town? How do they know people are magical? Is there a way to identify them? And Mm. so I had those questions and I didn't even remember that until someone um, pointed them out to me uh, earlier today. And then I'm going, yeah, how is there? What happened to that? So I think I might have to go back and read the novella to get that sort of magical setting questions answered. Right. And and it, the novella is called Chili Cauldron Curse, if anyone is. Oh, it seems like a lot of people in the comments are commenting on this too. Chili okay. Cauldron. <laughs> I just saw this one. Yeah, because that one. Okay, Mr. Darcy, the cat. There is just a throwaway line about, oh, yeah, that's my grandmother's former lover inside of the cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I needed more information on that. Like, that was just sort of... That's in the prequel. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that threw me because it, it was just sort of there. And yeah. then we kept reading. And then it was referenced again randomly, like, oh, the cat has issues. And that was just all she said. Oh, yeah, he has issues he's working through. And then the cat disappeared again for a while because he found that hidden tunnel. But I, I didn't I didn't understand the whole lover in the body thing. So again, I need to go back to that novella. So right. I'm a little disappointed that this one is called the first book in the series. I feel right. as if the novella is really like the first book in the series. Right. Because, uh, yeah, those words are there in the first. So, I mean, it would be natural to think that you wouldn't have anything to know beforehand. Yeah. Okay, so everyone else is saying they were they were confused too. So we're all <laughs> yes, in the same boat. <laughs> we're not alone. <laughs> well, you know, that's one of my things as a cozy mystery reader. That's one of my sort of like I'm just gonna say quirks. I don't want to pick up book five in the series. I want to start from the beginning and sort yeah. of figure out and follow the mystery along the way, get to know the characters. Yeah. I don't like jumping around. I don't that's not really my reading preference. I mean, some sure. people can just pick up the sixth book in the series and be totally okay with it and then go back to book three and then go up to eight. Like that's just not how I read. And so I think that's why this novella thing probably was a little bit more irksome than it might've been to somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also just the magic stuff being different for me than I'm used to. So then I was trying to get a handle on that. (laughs) Okay. I love how everyone is like in the same wavelength. This is what I mean when it's cozy mysteries. Everyone who reads cozy mysteries has certain expectations. I mean, everyone really just has that. Like, this is what I'm looking for. I want my baking. I want my sleuth to go actually go get clues. Right. We have to talk about the sleuth thing because I'm just going to throw this out there and just start with this. So Adele is our victim. She's killed with a knife. She's stabbed. And the title of the book is one poisoned pie. She never bakes a pie in the, in the book. (laughs) And the victim was not poisoned. Yeah. Why is this called One Poison Pie? Can I, I, I was pondering that too. I was like, I wonder why this is the title. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I just thought I would start with that. Just kind of throw that out there. I know that's a very odd spot to start with it, but at least we're talking about the murder, talking about the book. I mean, she's baking and she starts off with Adele. She's telling her, no, I'm changing the menu. But the menu had to do with birds going to then having a menu with beef and steaks. Right. That's not the title of the book anywhere. Like the food she's baking yeah. at the very beginning is not related to the murder. So <laughs> I think when I looked on Google and noticed that not the novellas, but the actual books, I think the titles might be like one poison pie and then 
two something else and three something else. So there is like a, a sequence or a pattern with that. I okay. Okay. People in the comments are saying that she wanted pies at the party. Okay. I was oh. kind of expecting her to be like face down in a pie. Oh, she had a piece of pie and there was yeah. poison in it. I was yeah. expecting something like that based on the title. So I think maybe that's why I missed it. That must have been a sort of mixed in sentence where it just sort of went over my head. I just was really curious because I was picturing her being, you know, face down with boysenberries and everything else. I just, my cozy mystery brain goes right there. Right. Yeah. JJ, admirer of words and coffee, was mentioning that Adele is supposed to be a powerful witch. So why wasn't she able to, you know, prevent her death? Did they catch her off guard? And that's interesting. Yeah. Because, which is, ah, there we go. Two wicked desserts is number two. It's interesting that Adele is a witch and it's just kind of thrown, oh, yeah, she was a witch. And yeah, that, that's kind of all that there is with her. I really wanted kind of more of the magical component with maybe sol- using the magic to solve the mysteries because Ooh. she said that her powers are based with goodwill towards man. We want to do world peace. And obviously murder is against world peace. So you could have had that sort of component come in. I was kind of hoping mm. to see her use her spells like, oh, the like the aura is showing me this or something. I just thought that would have been really cool to see. But mm. she definitely had to do some sleuthing. I don't want to go too far in, in spoilers. We'll talk about it in a bit. But I'm just going to say I did not solve this mystery because, I mean, I was there for, we had John who was, he was the landlord realtor person. Yeah. One of the, I was kind of going down more his route, but she had to go find the family tree and other stuff. So at least there was sleuthing. And she actually had to do that agency of I'm leaving my house and doing this. I also did not guess the killer either. I I latched on to James early on because I was like, he's too nice. And and the fact that he would have been around like her missing knife in the kitchen since he let her use his kitchen. So I thought he was going to be the one who... But then it turns out her knife isn't even the knife that was the murder weapon. I know! (gasps) So yeah. Which also brings up the whole other storyline of that she has some kind of weird stalker or something who steals her possessions and then gives them back to you as a present. Ooh. That happened again at the end of the book with the, the corkscrew. Yes. Yeah. What? Who does that? They're, they're, they're giving you your own item back. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Why are you putting that in a gift wrap? That is the creepiest, stupidest thing. Scary. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really get that. Like they didn't even, I, I don't, I don't know what I expected, but there's no painting. There's no notes. At least if you steal something, use it for something and do something <laughs> different. Don't just hand it right back. If you're going to be weird. Yeah. Let's make it worth it. <laughs> right. But I guess definitely left some mysteries to still be resolved to keep us wondering, you know, who is doing that? Well, you know, what dangers are coming? What's going on with Dorothy? Hey, Simone thought James too. <laughs> yeah, I was, try- I was pulling up the comment. Yeah, I kind of made note of him. I thought it was really cute when she was getting along well with him. But then when he started smoking, I'm going, oh, is this one of those things where, oh, the bad people smoke? I was, I was thinking because sometimes they'll do those things where, oh, and the bad person doesn't like the animals. Immediately, you're like, you're the killer. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like the dog or the cat, you're like, it's you. so it sounds like a lot of us were tricked by the knife and thinking that would be the weapon and not knowing who the murder i noticed that chris 
Enid said that she didn't like or understand the reason for the murder. Yeah, that's um, why I got tripped up because I think the red herrings actually made more sense as the murder. <laughs> I think that's yeah. why I was falling more towards even James. Like he had to, he said he catered to her before. So maybe there's bad blood. He resents revenge. So yeah. I even w- would make more sense with him. And then obviously the other guy was the fake nephew. The fake so nephew. He, right. wanted, he wanted money. So yeah. at least with that, I was thinking, oh, he wants the money. He, that's the motivation. I, and even the other guy, the really weird real estate agent, John, whose name I just keep forgetting. Like, the weird guy. He was just so creepy. Oh, I mean, yeah. I would have bought him as a killer. And he even confessed, say, uh, just to mess with her head. Like, yeah, you can see what I'm capable of. Yeah. So he, he even sort of threw that out there at one point. But this lady, I felt as if she wasn't in as many scenes to even really warrant the suspicion. Right. I mean, she didn't really have the the center stage, I guess. I don't think she yeah, actually yeah. had that. I don't, I don't think she was in on the page enough for me to actually be like, oh, suspect. Yeah. It wasn't until, I mean, when Mia was looking at the old newspapers and she saw the thing about her winning the lottery, Helen winning the lottery, that was when I was like, oh, yeah. it's going to be her... But before then, no. <laughs> JJ, you got trust issues? <laughs> I see how everyone's like, and Barney, what's up with this guy? I mm-hmm. thought he was going to be a dead body. I thought we were going to find Barney too. in the snow with his feet up in the air. and like. <laughs> yeah, I was worried about him. I was. I don't know how he survived, but I'm glad he did. I'm glad. I just thought that was great. They're, they're worried about this guy. And then all of a sudden, they walk into the police station and there's Barney. <laughs> he just right there. I was, I was going, they didn't even have to go look for him. I was, I was waiting for more. All of a sudden, I thought we were getting in the mystery and all of a sudden it was like, and answered. I kind of, I was waiting for it to keep going into something. I, I mean, again, I'm not rooting for more dead bodies, but I was kind of no. thinking that's where we were going. Right. <laughs> I kind of expected yeah. to have there was, on him. Yeah, I know what you mean. It seemed like there had to be something going on. But yeah, I, I do think Helen's reasoning was a little because I don't for me, you know, she was worried that then she would lose her reputation as deserving, you know, status in the town. But I was kind of like, really, this small town in Idaho is like that snobby. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm from the Midwest and we're all really nice. I don't think we care when people get their money or how they get their money. But I don't know. I'm with you. I didn't really I I wasn't thinking of that as a motivation for murder. I mean, yeah, Adele was a little uppity, but she was that way towards everyone. It wasn't as if she was singling this one person out, making her the the go-to victim i just didn't really see that as enough to to stab her and try and i i don't even know if she was trying to pin it on mia because then when mia gets attacked again i'm kind of going with my little cozy mystery reader brain thinking oh is this is the detective gonna think this is a setup is he gonna think you know she did this herself to throw off suspicion but then they said oh the angle in which you were hit on we knew that you weren't you couldn't have done that to yourself. And so I don't even know if she was trying to set Mia up. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, the whodunit was really hard for me with this book. I didn't, mm. I didn't totally buy it. <laughs> yeah. I saw this one comment. I love this. Where did it go? It was, someone said the lawyer needed, or um, he needed to be a future victim. 
Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I, I lost the comment, but I saw it. There was yeah. one who said, he, "Yes, here it is, cooking with co- with my uh, with my cozies." <laughs> the real estate guy needs to be a future victim. I, I, I yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, Jennifer, you bring up a good point. Little towns can be super snobby and clickish. That's true. That's true. So maybe maybe it is a good reason for murder. Maybe it is. <laughs> I like this. I thought it was going to be killed with a corkscrew. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that would that would have really made sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and L. Ren Burke that Mia made a protection spell, so maybe save Barney. That's well, was she said a spell, and then we have to talk about Trent at some point. But he even said a little spell over the cabin, and so maybe Barney found that same cabin, and his spell helped as well. I don't know. What? Yeah, maybe throw that up there. Right, because we got to talk about Trent, our, our local grocery store owner. Who, by the way, I kept thinking that like grocery <laughs> grocery store Joe from Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelorette. That was his name, grocery store Joe. Oh yeah, so, for some reason I was like, is he an inspiration for Trent? <laughs> <laughs> but she definitely had a complicated love life. Mia has the ex Isaac yeah. show up. Who's oh, well, he was mean. Oh, what do you do with that? I mean, he wanted to steal her recipes, and he was cruel to his own sister i don't know how long she said she was with them but i think it was something like five years yeah yeah very sad (laughs) but it sounds like some people like trent in the the comments and some people don't trent versus isaac (laughs) what was the poll what what did the poll results say for trent as a romance interest so i think i wrote I, i tried to word it a little differently so it was mia and trent or mia needs some time for herself and so 57% said Mia and Trent and 43% said no more time for herself. Ah. So there's a little bit of um, a little bit, you know, there's a good percentage there of people who are going, oh, okay, maybe we can put a little bit of the love interest aside. Sure. I have to admit, I was a little surprised at how quickly their relationship escalated because I'm also trying to be very tactful with how I say this. <laughs> She's a little horn dog. She really wanted to to really? go to go do more things with Trent very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was there was. I was surprised at the, you know, level of romance. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I decided not to read this one with my daughter. <laughs> I, um, I was really surprised by okay, I'm gonna go to the notes page because she really had a few lines where I my eyebrows went up because I always think I always preface cozy mysteries as happy murders they're very hallmarky and after a certain point there were one too many references where i'm like you couldn't get away with this on hallmark <laughs> you know i'm yeah. used to one or two references i mean again i've i've read a lot of cozy mysteries what's it called barkery and biscuits the main character there there's the off the page where they say oh and he spent the night and you okay. read between the lines and then in lethal and lace i think it was called the character's like and he got the look and then all of a sudden you're in the next chapter so I was just surprised when she's going I wonder what it'd be like to make love in front of the fireplace I kind of I was going whoa okay yeah yeah Yeah. now L. Ren Burke brought this up and people are agreeing yes this is why I thought Trent was not going to be her guy at first but then I was like oh I guess he is this comment where he says that the school was an awful lot of work for such a little girl. Like he called her a little lady or a little girl. And I was just like, ooh. 
gross. I um, was really surprised by that too. But even their first meeting. That was their first, yeah, their first yeah, meeting. It wasn't exactly that meet cute. There wasn't stars or attraction. I mean, after he came out of the back room with the argument, then she realized, oh, you're cute. But it was a kind of a weird interaction. Yeah. I, I didn't, okay, with Mia, I was a little annoyed by her with this. This is just me being me because I'm an overly nice person where, you know, you could spill hot coffee on me. I'm like, I saw, I'm sorry I got in your way. And so Trent is doing all of these things for her. He went and made a special pickup for her. He helped with the generator. And I kept waiting for her to say, oh, thank you. Let me make you dinner as a thank you. Let me go do this to help you. And so with the first meeting, he had to really go out of his way to go get the steaks that she needed. And she didn't really seem to appreciate him. She was very snippy. Mm. And I didn't really think that was the setup for a great relationship. I was surprised they went from having a sort of off kilter first meeting to then all of a sudden being like, He's like totally in, totally committed, doing all these things for her. Yeah. It was kind of sudden that I I wrote down, why is Trent just involved in her life? (laughs) And someone maybe cooking with my cozy said he got the contractors working. And that so confused when she walked in and like her kitchen was was prepped done I was like wait did Trent just do this but he got so he did a lot for her yes Um, that's what I meant like I kept waiting for her to be like thank you so much this was such a help he even got the uh, health inspector to come back from his vacay I mean he really went above and beyond and so I I don't really remember her being super gracious or appreciative I never really got that vibe from her yeah I'm like Sleeping with him is not the answer to show your gratitude. Right. (laughs) But like, you could view that as bossy too. Like he's getting so involved and saying, oh, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. This is what to do. And so that was kind of surprising. And I'm cooking with my cozy says, since they are both magical, I was wondering, is is it because they both have those abilities that he just kind of knows that like she is someone he needs to be with or, you know, have a relationship with. I'm not sure. So one of the things that sort of caught me off guard a little bit was his brother was the one who revealed that they were magical. And so Trent didn't exactly reveal it to her or have that conversation. And when she first revealed that she was magical to him, he wasn't exactly happy with that. He was then, it wasn't until she said, I'm a kitchen witch. We have our different craft. I'm not exactly the same type of witch as you, in which case he's going, you know, woo, okay, like you're not one of those coven witches. I mean, again, with the whole PG-13, ha- I start someone say PG-13, that's a good way of saying it. You know, there's references to <laughs> to the flesh and other stuff. So he th- he's thinking she's going around in the coven, sleeping around. Apparently that's what they're doing. In that co- I don't know what's going on with that yeah. guy. Again, I, needed, I, I was like, this magical story needs to be explained. <laughs> but he, I think he was happy that she wasn't the same type of witch. Mm. And I wanted more information on what the differences were because yeah. he said he didn't practice, but then he's saying the chain when they're going to the cabin. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It would, it'd be interesting to see how different people's magic evolves in future books. But I mean, overall, I really liked some of the other side characters that besides, you know, the romance, like I liked her, her grandma her grandma right and I liked I liked Christina and that she started to be more and more loyal to her 
So what did you think of the other characters? I was looking at the comments. I saw the word faded. I was like, maybe it's true. Maybe they are faded maids. That would make sense. I have to admit, (laughs) I did like Christina near the end, but I did like her. I, I, I think I appreciated her more near the end because she chose Mia over her blood, the brother there, because I thought that was very... I liked that as as a sort of writing tribute of you can choose your family, you can choose who you spend time with, choose the people who are best for you to have in your life. I liked the message of what Christina choosing Mia represented, but I also called it my my little cozy reader, romance reader mind was going, oh, her and Isaac are going to be a couple. And now when it was, I was so pumped. I was so happy that he was mending his ways for her. I was yeah. like, oh, they're going to be so cute together. Yeah, I agree. I had a feeling that... Uh, oh, Levi, thank you. I'm so sorry. Yes, yes Levi. Levi. I just thought, yeah. uh, excuse me, Isaac's the brother's name. That would have been, that would have been a to- totally different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, they comments to Mia that she has trust issues, but... I have to say, I could understand why. First of all, Isaac, and then like cooking with my cozies just said, her grandma lied to her for a little bit too about Dorothy. Yeah. Christina, not knowing why. So, I mean, it makes sense. The people around her have not always been that trustworthy. Yeah. Can we just talk about grand not... I liked Dorothy. I got the, I, I really enjoyed too. their conversation. And then, yeah. and then she's the one who pops back up saying, you got to be on guard. I mean, she was a, she was a helpful, nice little girl. <laughs> yeah. I liked her. Yeah. But then why didn't the grandmother acknowledge her at first? Especially yeah. when she lived in the town, she knew the sort of lore. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, if I tell you, I see someone in the room with me and you let me think I'm going crazy for a minute. I'm, I would have rather have you been honest than me being like, was I hallucinating? Because you're going right. to make me think I'm insane. Right. Yeah. And you would think someone who loves you would not do that. Let's see. I lo- I'm like looking back down at the notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of the notes. This was like an entire page. Where I'm like, okay, if a knife goes missing, you know, it's going to be the murder weapon. And then that wasn't yeah. the murder weapon. And it that wasn't. was my note. <laughs> Tricked you. Tricked all of us. <laughs> I happened to see that Marta's Magical Mystery Class commented that Lynn also writes romance as Lynn Collins. So maybe that's why there was a strong romance feel in this book. I mean, I was, I think that this is where you're kind of going, is this a little bit more chiclet with this narrative? I was just surprised by the number of references. Again, I'm not, I've read everything when it comes to yeah. romance. My dissertation is on the genre. This isn't me being conservative or something. No, but no. When it comes to cozy mysteries, there's a certain expectation, especially when it's a genre sort of standard. And just the number of references to it. Again, I've mentioned the other books where it's just sort of, and we're off page now. Oh, we had this reference. I always thought, because we read it a while back, Real Murders, The Aurora Tea Garden, book one in the series, it was a little bit darker than I had remembered. And there had been a couple things, you know, she got beat up a little bit. There was a couple of references. At one point, she's going, she thought mentally, like, I'm not a virgin. And so you can hear other references and see them. But I was just surprised by her going, oh, he's so hot. And he's like, are you looking at my butt? And I started writing them down at one point. Yeah, she mentioned having she wanted to have sessions of sex with Trent. And then oh, there were carnal relations that, okay, this is the reference, the carnal relations that took place at the coven meetings. And so there was also like the idea or like reference to a harem. I was going, what is going on here? <laughs> this would not get away a Hallmark. They would be censoring you a lot. <laughs> In the chat, a lot of people are talking about the secret passage and 
How did so many people find the secret passage? When did they find the secret passage and all that? Because it's like a lot of people. Oh, I like this. This would have been interesting if Dorothy was the girl that disappeared. That would have been, we never actually found out who the girl who disappeared was. That would be be an interesting. And again, we have the Dorothy mystery. Now we have the little girl mystery. There are a few few more things to figure out. But Mm -hmm. I was just really curious. How did everybody... Okay, not everybody, but I wanted to know how Christina found the secret tunnel. And yet she's the guest. Meanwhile, the woman who's been living there didn't find the tunnel. Right. Making renovations and stuff. And she didn't see it. Yeah. And I was surprised once they were all talking about the tunnel, that, that night where they all had a sleepover, where they were all together. I was really surprised that they didn't try to board up the tunnel somehow or, you know, have someone watching at the entrance to the tunnel to prevent someone coming in. And someone did come in too. John Lewis, I think, came in and then was waiting for her. So with a gun. Yeah, I'm sort of nodding because there were a couple moments where I'm like, again, there's that too stupid to live that like type of character that's what they call it for the romance and the heroines like you know, oh i'm gonna run into danger and that's exactly what this woman mia did <laughs> especially when trent said don't leave the apartment stay in your house <laughs> yeah <laughs> what did she do a page and a half later yeah <laughs> she left and conf- <laughs> she yeah. left and ended up being confronted by the killer yeah i mean same thing with the tunnel i mean you know yeah. that there's <laughs> someone coming to get you and you go down into the creepy dark tunnel <laughs> oh Mia Mia my darling yeah as Renee points out this passage is not secret anymore <laughs> yeah I was gonna yeah try and block it uh, yeah I mean what's going on here yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this book to unpack I mean right yeah I, I have to admit, I thought Grand was funny. I was just looking down at my notes. And this was just a, one of those random references that had kind of nothing to do with the story, but I thought it was really funny. After Mia gets out of the hospital and she wants donuts from Trent's families, their bakery or whatever, Grand didn't want her to, to see her without the makeup. She's going, you look terrible. I don't want him to see you looking like that. And she was so happy that Trent wasn't there. So he didn't see Mia at her worst. I was just going, oh, this is like this. She's trying to set you up in the worst way. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was so funny because that really is one of those like, I want to get you married off now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys are. Yeah. I thought Grand's. She was just funny. I I wanted to see more of her dog, too. We never really got to like get to Mm, experience the dog. Right. (laughs) Never go to the tunnel. Never go. So true. I wanted to see more of the cat too. Maybe in maybe in other books, there's more with the animals. <laughs> I was just looking down. So yeah, with Christina. So did you guys like her from the beginning, or was it more later on in this? You know, later on in the story, because I just looked down at my notes where she was going to tell her before the dinner with Isaac. So she kind of seemed to have that moral dilemma going on, but then she still was willing to take the copies and give them to Isaac. So I was just curious if you guys were kind of giving her a pass, if you're going, oh, Mm -hmm. he's blackmailing her, or if she should have come clean from the sort of get-go, because it wasn't really as if she did anything too terrible. I thought, again, my mind actually went to her brother called her a prostitute. I mean, I thought that's, that's where we were going. Like, oh, she was a stripper. She was something. And that was nowhere near 
what what she had been arrested for. She'd been arrested for getting food because she was literally living out of her car. I mean, your heart goes out to her, but that's not how it was kind of set up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, curious. I'm very curious about that. I wasn't sure. I, I agree that the reason seemed a little bit strange. I, I felt like the things Mia was saying about her, I got the feeling that she was going to end up being a good guy. You know, they were going to end up sticking with each other. And so that kind of made me think, oh, okay. You know, I think she's just confused right now. Clearly her family is not supportive and really, really tough. So I would say more on her side, like, okay, you know, she's dealing with a lot. But yeah, the crime, I thought there was going to be some like really dramatic, you know, thing. I'm yeah. So, okay, you guys are on the same page as me because I was thinking, you know, there it was going to be very much scandalous. I Again, I'm not I'm not advocating this movie. But, you know, when it comes to dancers in Las Vegas, everyone's like, oh, showgirls. What's what's her name? Saved by the Bell, Elizabeth Berkeley. I mean, there's so many other things when, you, when that comes to mind when when you're starting to preface like, oh, she did something terrible and your mind's going oh, you know, Vegas, land of parties and everything else. And she was just in a really bad situation and was taken advantage of. She didn't actually have, she didn't really do anything too terrible. I mean, I know you're stealing, this is that whole, would you steal a loaf of bread to feed your family, you know, philosophical debate. I'm like, yeah, this poor thing was starving. She's okay. Like, I'm going to give you a pass with this one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was glad things turned out well for her. Yeah, I agree. I was worried about what the letter that Mia withheld from her was, too. Yes, she never gave her the letter. If she could have given that to her sooner and a whole bunch of stuff would have been resolved. But obviously, we didn't want that. We wanted, you know, suspicion, an air of suspicion with lots of different people. Okay, but again, with the, were you trying to make Mia an unlikable heroine? Because you literally stole someone else's mail. That's that's a crime. That's that's a (laughs) no-no. And she did she open it too? She opened. She actually yeah. read it. Because yeah, that's that's not good, Mia. That's uh, uh, uh. Oh, well. I mean, are we, we going to call this a wash? Because the other one was going to steal a recipe, right? I, I I think that's what it seems like. It seems like they both, you know, potentially did things. <laughs> not. I mean, it would be one thing if she like you know again i've done this myself where like you put something in your purse and you forget about it i mean that's yeah. one thing if you're going oh i'm on the way out i you know i don't have time to run back or give this to her i put this away and i forgot about it but she knew what she was doing right <laughs> yeah time. that's a federal offense as simone says <laughs> yeah. i mean because even then even if she just like held on to the letter Okay, that's bad. But yeah, but when she opened it, we just oh, Mia, <laughs> you're going into the tunnel. You leave the you leave your house after they tell you not to. Oh goodness, Mia, it's a stressful oh. time for her. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's a good thing Trent has her back. I, I mean, he's the one who found the cabin. I mean, Mia was left her own devices. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Communication, people. <laughs> Cooking with my cozy. Mia was not the brightest bulb. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah how many times did she keep pushing it back in her bag yeah that's true yeah <laughs> she was with us. <laughs> you're like look at the boyfriend look at the guy she chose didn't have really yeah that's race. true yeah that, I, I that, was, that was interesting how she talked about that you know she had instincts against him even like somewhat magical instincts knowing he mm-hmm. wasn't great and she did just 
push him off and everything like that. I mean, that was that was very sad, I think, that she had done that. And it would be hard to spend so much time in a relationship and then feel like, oh, what was I doing? Like, I should have known better. So maybe that's just she's struggling. And so I'm trying to I don't know where my note is on this. But one of the things that I jotted down I really liked Christina in one scene in particular when Isaac was visiting because he says something like, get me a cup of coffee. And Mia actually goes to get up to get him the cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. And Christina actually took her by the shoulders and and pushed her down like, no, 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 don't get up. And there was another time, again, that's why I was looking for the note. It happened in that same scene where she was about to get up and do something because he told her to. And Christina had to be like, no, 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 you're staying down. And so... The fact that she was still about to get up and someone else had to intervene, I thought that was really noteworthy because even though she has come a long way, she broke up with him, there is, still is something inside of her going, oh, I got to listen to him. Oh, I need to do this. So I definitely think she's on an emotional growth path, but yeah. I was so happy Christina intervened. It was like, no, sit down where you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's maybe why I was a little surprised with how fast Trent and her then, you know, moved forward just because, like you said, she has some personal growth to do. I know. I was trying to find the note because I can't remember what the second thing was, but I just thought it was a little, you know, she was still susceptible to that sort of demand or even Isaac. I I liked it at the end when she was writing down her grievances and trying to forgive him. And I thought it was so funny when Christina joined in and she's like, I had this long, long list of grievances. I'm writing and writing and writing, but at least she's acknowledging that she needs to evolve and change. Yeah. I liked that scene. That was one of my favorite scenes from the, from the story was that moment. I was trying to find it. I don't know. Again, there's so many notes and so many things with this book. I'm like, I don't even know where that went, but Um, I just thought saw these. These are really cute. So some people are commenting about Gloria and everything. So am I right? And tell me if I'm wrong. So was her familiar? It was the cat, Mr. Darcy. But then when the grand's lover got put into Mr. Darcy's body, then did her familiar move to being the kitchen witch? Or has Gloria always been... I think she said she's had Gloria for years, but I think it was like their relationship kept getting stronger, like their bond kept growing. I mean, because I think she said something at one point, I'm totally paraphrasing here in my own words, about how now she can talk to her and she'll respond. That wasn't always the case. Okay. I I was kind of confused about the doll because when it comes to magical mythology usually is the animal i mean again sabrina the teenage witch you got the cat you got the family familiar you got your grimoire like there are all these things you're used to seeing so i'm with you i was going what is it with the doll <laughs> well yeah interesting and people are saying different things so yeah so crystal tina said gloria always was the familiar but the cat was a second familiar then cooking with my cozy says no gloria took the place so i It's maybe a little confusing. I guess maybe that's something I would need to go back and read a little more carefully. Or actually, no, I read the novella. I bet if I bet if I read the novella, then maybe I'd feel more sure. (laughs) (laughs) The The doll was weird and didn't go. I mean, I I had Barbie dolls and brats and other stuff, you know, growing up or whatever. But 
now as an adult, when it comes to dolls, I find them really creepy, especially when things are like Chucky and like other stuff. You think of them as like demonic sometimes. I just thought it was like a really weird thing in my head. I just kept picturing this really creepy doll. I don't know if anyone watches Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but there's an episode where Jake goes to a hotel and he has like the doll room and the dolls are just looking at him and they're really creepy. Like that's what I was picturing. (laughs) I did Google kitchen witch just because I wanted to like know a little bit more. And some of it talked about like what Mia is, but one result for kitchen witch was a Wikipedia article about like a kitchen witch is a, a doll that anybody can have in their kitchen or, or just like as a little, I can't think of the right word, a little, a little friend. And I guess it, it's, it's an old tradition. So it was, she was kind of a combination of things, I guess. I just saw this comment. I love Lilo and Stitch. That's one of my favorite movies. I think that movie is so cute, but I love the little doll that Lilo makes. It's the, cre- it, like, it's not exactly yeah. the most attractive doll, but it's so cute. And when she hugs it after she threw it on the ground and she picks it back up, your heart, that's a really good image. I'm going to, I'm going to use that in my head instead of my weird doll. There, <laughs> you there you go. I'm going to use that one instead. So this is an actual thing. Okay. <laughs> yes, it looks like a cabbage patch kid reference. <laughs> cabbage patch. <laughs> I'm glad you got that out. <laughs> like same thing with Furbies. You're like, okay, what, what is this thing? Um, you guys are so cute. Okay, so the other people were were questioning things. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice to know that I'm just not missing things. <laughs> I'm not just completely clueless by myself. I didn't really know. I didn't really know much about the kitchen, which, you know, backstory. So now you guys got me thinking, like, I got to go look into this more because yeah. I mean, I've always, you know, I've always been interested or been familiar with magical storylines, you know, watching Charmed and the original mm. Charmed. Thank you very much. I'm, mm. you know, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> so there's always things that show you the mythology or just sort of, oh, this is what you can expect. But I'm not really super familiar with the idea of kitchen, witch and how their their powers are limited to just a certain area or thing. So that's some more. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Oh, okay. So you have to Google. Yeah. Okay. You guys are, right. you guys are just like going all over the place. Or I'm like, I don't even know where I left off. These are very oh. helpful comments. You guys are so, yeah. thank you. Okay. I'm the charmed. And again, we had Prue and then we had Paige. Differences. I tried to watch the new one. I think I lasted a season. Didn't stick. But I, I have a random note here. Again, I think I just liked the random things that Grand said and did. So yeah. she was spelling. She's like, I was spelling to break you and Isaac up. She was actually saying magical things to break Isaac and Mia up. That, that yeah, blew my yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. And that she like reads, reads Mia's mind all the time. Like she just does it whenever she feels oh. like it. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I, I have to say, I was like, wow, talk about interfering family. <laughs> you haven't had a private, I, you haven't had a private thought since you've been born. Yeah. Oh, that is a statement. That is. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Just saying, Graham, give her a break. Yeah. <laughs> Graham wants world peace and to break up relationships. <laughs> no, I, I'm kind of going, what are the parameters of you being a kitchen witch? I mean, you're. You're spelling over here. You're kind of doing this. Is her, uh, gran, is her gran a kitchen witch as well? I think so. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was just, I, I looked down at the notes. We already talked, like, kind of talked about John Lewis, but I, I wrote down, he threatened to kill Graham's dog and hurt Mr. Darcy. As soon as you say that you're going to hurt an animal, it's like, you are a bad person. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. I was going to say, I, I just have a random note here about Elizabeth, the librarian, being mad she didn't have a library card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that, yeah, that was really funny. And didn't Helen bring that up too? And like the confrontation at the end, she was like, Elizabeth's mad about that. <laughs> I was going to say, if she doesn't have, a, if she doesn't have a library card in book two or one of the, you know, subsequent mm-hmm. novellas, man. So what were you going to say? I didn't mean to interrupt you before with my little note oh, about Elizabeth. Oh, I was just, I need a little reminder. Is John Lewis the one who hit her? Yeah, so I think he was the one who attacked her, right? Because that's what I mean when I was confused about our killer being revealed. And I was like, she's not trying to set her up because she wasn't even the one who attacked her. I was just thrown for a loop de loop. (laughs) We have have John who wants to get rid of her. We have the killer. Then we have the random nephew running around. I mean, there's just... And I I mean, yeah. Okay, it wasn't clear on that. And who shut her in the basement? Did yeah. Helen? Do we actually find out? That's one of my questions. Aside from like what the title of the book. <laughs> I was like, who actually did that? Because again, with Mia's questionable life choices, she didn't actually tell Trent and the Grand and Christina about being shut in the basement until mm. it was necessary to. Right. And then they were right. like, why didn't you tell us this before? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mia. Make better decisions. Okay. Yeah, I am. I guess I am a little bit confused about exactly who hit her and who shut her in the basement. I mean, it would make sense that it was John Lewis because he knew where the secret passage was. Did he get in trouble? Did he? He did. Oh, well, the nephew got in trouble for impersonation. Oh, so Lady Gizmo says it was Helen who shut her in the basement. That, okay. okay. I wasn't entirely sure. Okay. Other people are saying it was unclear too. And I just finished this a couple of days ago. <laughs> I always try and read the book as close to the live stream as possible. Yes. So it's neat. Yeah. fresh. I don't forget the characters. So again, with my, even with the audio book, I was kind of, I listened to the audio first and then I went back oh. and actually read the text on my, on my iPad because with the audio, I knew it wasn't John as our killer because yeah. we still had an hour and a half left in the audio yeah. version after right. the confrontation in the tunnel. I'm like, okay, so he's out. Right. Oh, that's right. He did get. Oh no, Crystal T. Nitz says he gets out of jail by the next one. He is harassing her again. No. Okay, what are you doing? Why are you? Bo- oh goodness, he he put his treat in my purse and he can't get it. <laughs> Oh, oh, Lady Gizmo, you were asking if it was Helen, too. Okay, yeah, so I guess I'm not really sure who shut her in the basement. I don't know if you heard Max barking, but he's he's fine. <laughs> Good. Maybe it's the weird stalker person who stole her knife and her corkscrew. Could they be the person who shut her in the basement? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, because she gets another weird package at the end, and then you have the very cryptic, menacing oh, there's too much good here. All the badness is coming. What do you mean there's too much goodness? You just had three people be terrible. <laughs> what yeah, that was interesting. About? Uh, yeah, the, the very ominous, the idea that something bad is going to happen. Yeah, that was that was kind of scary. I mean, she got attacked. You got the, the weird bad realtor. You got the actual killer who... 
was correcting her saying, don't swear. And this is unchristian. And you're like, you're the one with the gun, honey. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there are a lot of people doing a lot of bad things. So I don't really know what Dorothy was going with. Oh, yeah. there's too much blood here. That's a good point. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, I have a random note. So did you guys like our detective friends? The only thing I liked about him was at the very end when, again, like I'm taking this with a grain of salt. I thought it was funny how he liked scaring Christina because she was the only one who respected him as a cop. Yeah. He's like, everyone else thought, he's like just having fun. <laughs> he's like, I love that. Sh- I love that she's scared of me. She's the only one who thinks of me that way. Everyone else thinks of me as the guy who couldn't get into this and do that. I mean, up until that point, I didn't really like him. Then he had that one scene. I'm going, oh, you're funny. But until yeah, then, I was yeah. a little iffy on him. So I'm curious yeah. what y'all thought of him. Yeah, I thought he was okay. I definitely felt that Mia thought he suspected her way longer than he did. I was like, yeah. I don't think you need to worry. I'm pretty sure he does not suspect you anymore. <laughs> like, I think he's, you know, moved on, especially when you got attacked. Like, I don't think he thinks, you know, it is you. So I, I liked him because of that. You know, I felt he didn't stick on her unreasonably. Like he, you know, he was investigating and looking at different things. So at least there was that. But yeah, it was, it was kind of funny that he was like, I, I want somebody to be impressed by me. <laughs> because, I mean, I just saw the comment with Al saying it's, it's for his ego. Oh, no, like the, the reason behind it is terrible. But at least terrible. it wasn't being terrible. like, oh, no, I'm, I'm going after her. At least Absolutely. he just sort of was acknowledging like, nah, she's fine. It's just, I think the only reason I liked it, or at least made me a little bit more like him or enjoy him a little bit more was because I knew he wasn't really going to be hurting Christina or going after her in a bad way. It was more like, uh, you know, I'm, I, I give her this impression, but I'm not actually going to put her in a jail cell. I think yeah. I also just liked that he was kind of giving her an out because by the end of that book, I feel as if Christina could have been the main character because she was put through the ringer. I mean, everything from the mother to the brother yeah. to like, do I betray the woman who's being nice to me? And if I betray wow. Mia, then Grand's not going to like me. And now I'm taking out I mean, apparently she was going through something because that's why she had the barb with the eyebrow and the piercings because then she took them out at the end. So she was going through a whole slew of things. So I was just glad someone was finally like, oh, I'll leave you alone now. (laughs) Yeah, really. And I think his character, we didn't get too much animosity built for him, which suggests that he's going to kind of be maybe friends with her or more on her side in future books. It's not going to be one of those they're always against the, you know, town police person. So, I mean, at least he went to the event and was smiling at her and was nice. It it gets really annoying with certain cozies where you're going, oh my goodness, we get it. Law enforcement is not helping them solve the case. (laughs) But I mean, it makes the police look so incompetent sometimes. It's a little too much when it's going, oh boy, I mean, this person was on the force. Good luck. (laughs) Nothing would be done. So, yeah, he was harsh on her. I'm yeah. just glad he's not going to be hurt, you know, going after her for the, you know. Right. Ooh, what if Christina becomes a deputy? <laughs> part-time witch, part-time deputy. I think she's, I, I really liked her character. I really did by the end with that because I would love to see her get her own sort of story or maybe she can get an, like a novella from her own point of view or something. I just think that would be really interesting because she had a lot going on and, 
even now she has the burgeoning relationship. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I saw your name pop up in the comments. I was looking for you, Gina Waffles. <laughs> you won last month's giveaway. And I was actually gonna, I had no, I had been posting about this on Instagram and Twitter. You won Homicide Halloween, the Mrs. Claus book. The Mrs. Claus and the Halloween Homicide. Yes, you won. And I've been trying to get a hold of you. <laughs> I was, I actually had you, that's why I was looking down. I had you as one of my end of the night notes of like, if anyone knows her, (laughs) if she's back, please, please let me know. Because one of the issues sometimes is with YouTube where like, how do I tag them on Twitter or Instagram when I don't know the handle? So if you guys ever see someone's name and you're friends with them, please tag them. Like, Hey, make sure you DM Angela. Because I also had a few extra people. I was like, oh, because there's so many comments, which is patient. And it took me a long time to go through all the comments. I was going, oh, I'll send out some extra bookmarks too. Those people didn't DM. So there's still extra bookmarks on that. Oh, man. So please be on the lookout for those things on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I like their comments. They're all everyone's congratulating. I just Aww. saw your name pop up and I was like, I was like, I was looking for you before. <laughs> I'm glad you popped back up. But yes, thank yes. So there's always a giveaway. Tonight's giveaway I totally didn't mean to go off on this tangent, but I saw her name pop up. So tonight, every single comment goes towards winning a paperback copy of Grounds for Murder, Tara Lush's First Cozy Mystery. So (laughs) yes, you're very welcome. I'm just very, I'm glad you're joining us tonight because I felt so badly. I was trying to get in touch with you and Krista, you are the second winner because when Gina didn't respond, I, I tried messaging for two weeks and then I was like, okay, I'll choose a new winner. And then I chose you, Krista. You were the one I randomly selected and I didn't hear from you either. So I need to do something now for you too. <laughs> oh, the things, the things. I just see your name pop up and I'm going, okay, well, we got to figure out a, like a system. You were the winner. At the, but I didn't know <laughs> if Gina was going to respond. I actually had that as the little note. I don't know if you guys can see Gina and then Krista. <laughs> it's in the notebook. You're not, don't be sorry. It's hard because I feel so badly with Instagram changing their algorithms because they don't do it by time anymore. It used to be, oh, here's the, this person posted it by this day and this time and it would go in order. And now everything goes out of whack because it's based on responses and comments and preferences. It's not based on time anymore. So there's no way to figure that out. So that's why it's hard because, and I also feel as if I repeat myself sometimes with the Instagram and Twitter, because I don't know what's actually being seen or not. Sure. So that's why I don't know if people are finding out. So this was the first month that I actually didn't get a response. So I'm going to have to figure out if there's another way, like if I need to figure out, oh, put it in the newsletter, put it in this, make sure it really right. <laughs> across the board. So right. I think that's more of the social media platforms messing up with the algorithm. So I'm not really sure what's being heard or seen. So I think like if you guys have a, system preference in mind. I'm just thinking, you know, one of the ways I could sort of do it is leave it up and then come the next live stream, just be like, and the winner was in case I still haven't heard from you. So I'm going to figure out something for you guys. So Gina and Krista, DM me your addresses. Bye, Regina. (laughs) Oh, bye. Thank you for joining. You guys are the best. I love you guys. But I just wanted to make sure that you guys know that I'm trying to try to notify you. So I'll mention it hopefully Again, I had it for the note for tonight. But if I don't hear from the winner, I'll mention it again on the next live stream. So That's I don't because I don't want to take away the winning, you know, the prize. Right. I mean, I, I worked out a giveaway with Kensington and there's a book up for grabs. Someone should enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. So that was a total tangent. So if you guys still want to talk about the book, if there's something you guys wanted to mention before, yeah. is there anything that on other that people thing. want to mention? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I didn't mean to just sort of, I'm just so happy I saw Gina's name pop up and I saw Krista's. I'm like, I was looking for you. Absolutely. And please don't ever apologize. I I love you guys. I'm so appreciative that you're here and taking part and reading the books. No, don't no, you're fine. Okay, so Instagram. I I'm gonna try and make sure it's all across platforms, especially when I don't know what the username is on on YouTube because you can't click on the comments to bring you to someone's channel. So YouTube. Oh, social media. <laughs> I got a microphone that mutes me. Then you got missing stuff. Oh. It's my pleasure. I, we love you. I, I love it. I mean, it's my it's my absolute pleasure. I was just, I, I'm going, I have a book. I want to give it. <laughs> so <laughs> I was going to say, well, you guys take a moment to think of if there's something else you want to mention for, for the book. I was just looking down at the notes because you just, this just reminded me. One of the things that sort of came up was if you guys post a photo of the book of the month, even if it's after the fact, <laughs> You know, even if you, you know, read this book and you're going, oh, I read this for the Cozy Mystery Book Club in November. If you post a photo of one of our previous reads or a book of the month, let me know and I'll send you a Cozy Mystery Book Club bookmark as a thank you. And so I, I know you have, you posted a photo. She takes the best photos too. She's so cute. Me? Yeah, you take great oh, photos. I know yeah. you, you posted a photo with the bookmark. I think I reshared it. Yeah. Um, yeah I, and I will, I, I haven't entered those just because I have a couple bookmarks. And so I want other people <laughs> to get them. But yeah, people. Enter, enter. You want those bookmarks. They're the cutest things ever. Oh, no. Like, I mean, simply just tell me, like, just tag me and be like, okay, here's my post. Here's my address. And I will, and I'll send it out to you. And then I can, again, it's just me doing this. So for international sleuthers, I'm not mailing internationally, but there's a page I created that has 12 different bookmark designs, two adult coloring book pages, and images I worked really hard on and procreate that have never been seen and shared before. So you guys have your own secret page that I also give you the password for. So I got you covered. What I was going to do, so I've been working on this. I believe it was Mrs. Leaf who brought this up. I don't know if she's still here, but Mm. she's been posting every single month. And she's the reason why this came up. So if you post four months in a row, I will send you an enamel pin of Perlock or Moriarty. And then if you post eight months in a row, I have these new pens that are epic. I am so obsessed with them. I almost don't want to send them out because they're just so cool. They're really decorative. And again, this isn't one of those like, oh, promotional pen. Like they're really, really cool looking. So you'll get one of the book club pens. And then if you do 12 months, you post a book club photo every single month on your Instagram, book club mug is for you. You'll get the mug. Wow. So now... Just out of curiosity, if someone can't wait, can they buy that pen somewhere? <laughs> I mean, you know me, I'm always doing giveaways and stuff. I mean, I don't really, I've never. Is it on your Zazzle or anything, or is it on any of your sites or? No, because this one okay. I ordered through Etsy. This okay. one I had specifically designed. It, it's very decorative at the top. It, it, we ha- there. I love. How I'm like we. It's made, but I'm like the book club. So it's a very decorative top, and so I, it says Sleuther on it. I just think it, they're really cool looking. So I'll be giving them away. I'm not going to hoard okay. them, but I just thought they're so cool. I'm like, oh my. I don't know what it is. But there are lots of cute things. If people want, you know, Christmas presents or anything like your Zazzle site and your, your other, what red. Yeah. There's society six. 
And then there's also a Teespring. And again, I did these different sites. Okay. I, I tried to do the, I, I think it's Society6 where you can't put no, I mean, again, any money I make, I just put right back into the club. Because I don't, I'm not, this isn't a business. I'm not trying to, you know, charge a Zazzle. I think like I have like the penny, like you have to have some sort of commission or like price that you get off of it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to mark this up by a single penny. I'm pretty sure Zazzle has no idea what to do with me. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't. I just think it's fun when you want to be a part of a club or you love it like, is. you know, movie and you just want to like wear the sweatshirt. Like, oh, you know, I love this. Again, I'm wearing a Halloween town shirt. Like yeah. I just want to feel a part of it. So that's why the things exist. So if there's yeah. ever, you know, something you're looking for. There's so many cute yeah. shirts. It's not really, it's not a business sort of thing. You know, people are asking me like, oh, will you do a book box? Will you do this? I mean, I don't really want to charge for the coziness because it's just meant to be a fun, positive environment. Sure. I think that's part of the fun that you know that I'm not trying to sell you products. Like this is all just for you. No. When people are like, oh, join my Patreon, do this at the very beginning and end of everything they do. You're going, okay, I know. But it's still fine. Like If you want to make money on your, like that's fine on your channels. I'm just saying, I'm not doing that. You should check out her stuff. It's really cute. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> well, I have to admit, Society6 is having a 30% off sale. I just posted this on Twitter because I'm got i always on their email newsletter list. And so I yeah. got that. I'm like, I need to reshare this. And I was so pumped because I just uploaded some new designs that say Sleuther. And they're really, really cute. I actually want to go buy some myself. Yeah. <laughs> I have the new long sleeve shirt. It says like it says Sleuther across it, and then there's another one that says Sleuther at work. And so uh -huh. I'm going, oh, I kind of want to buy and treat myself to something too. So right? I might be yeah. buying something else. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Okay. JJ wants to know what does your sweatshirt say? So it just says, "Being normal is vastly overrated." From Halloween mm -hmm. Town, the original movie, not the not the. I, I don't know what that fourth one was. I like the third one. Second one's good, but the original Halloween mm -hmm. Town, Disney Channel movies. They don't make them like they do anymore. They don't do them like they used to. Okay, I did think of something else I wanted to bring up. That is another mystery that isn't solved yet. Is her guardian. She has a guardian. And yes. we don't know who the guardian is. So that's another interesting piece that I think could potentially make someone want to continue reading the series. Is to find that out. Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering, like, is this... Because she thanks the goddess. <laughs> She's, right. She mentions the goddess. And I'm going, who is this goddess? What is your religion? I have questions. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know a lot about that. Yeah. I'm like, is the goddess, the is she the one who is sending this information? Right. Or is there she somebody the else? Oh, Crystal Tin Nets thinks the guardian might be Adele. Ooh, that would Maybe be Maybe she's fake mean. <laughs> I, I was kind of sad that Adele was the victim, honestly, because I would have liked to see more of her being sassy and mean to everybody, yet also not a bad person. I, she would have been an interesting character to continue. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I have kind of lingering questions when it comes to Adele, because clearly Gran is a good-hearted character, and she's friends with Adele. So clearly there's yeah. something to Adele that's likable and right. easy to, you know, connect with or some way to connect with her. I don't know. Easy is the right word, but Gran was friends with her. So there's got to be a reason. Mm. I kind of wanted to pull on that thread a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, I just thought about that. The Guardian thing was something. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. If there are any other comments, please. I didn't mean to just sort of 
Yeah, someone I was so brought up maybe maybe we'll get to know her mother. Maybe her mother will become part of that. I mean, I'm also curious what's going to happen with Mr. Kennedy, the health inspector. He just sort of came and went back to his fishing trip. <laughs> I was like, enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also just wrote down Dorothy's story. I really, maybe Dorothy can get her own little novella too, the ghost of the town. Because when we got her sort of backstory with the husband cheating on her and her, again, like you kind of think she was murdered. I think that's the question, like who killed Dorothy? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I want her to get more more on the page time. Yeah, I agree. Okay, some people are saying maybe the guardian is someone in the coven. Yeah. I, yeah, because we don't know who else is in this coven. We just know that Levi yeah. is utilizing... I, I love how Grand was like, he sowed his wild oats. I'm like, that's a very polite way of saying that. <laughs> so who, yeah. we don't know who they were sowing them with, but like who else is in this coven? I did notice that I read the summary for Chili Cauldron Curse, the novella. And it did say that, I mean, that the murder happens like in the coven and everything. So I wonder if we know a little bit more about them if we read that one, you know, so maybe and maybe that'll come back in more books, more detail about who's in it and stuff like that. Oh, (laughs) really random note. So I think this was kind of why I liked Trent, because if Mia pulled this with me, I would have been really annoyed. She made an appointment to meet him at eight. And he called her at 8.30 and he woke her up. And then she's like, oh, I'll be there in a half an hour. And she actually got there at 9.15. But he was still nice about it. He's like, go eat your breakfast. Go sit down. It's a small town. If someone made me wait for an hour and 15 minutes, I would be not a happy camper. I'm, I was trying to finish that sentence in a nice way. I would, I would be in the room. Like I had a doc, no kidding. I had a doctor's appointment one time and they kept me in the waiting room for probably an hour and a half. And when they went to take my blood pressure, it was so high because I was so upset. <laughs> the guy, like, <laughs> like the guy, had to retake my blood pressure at the end of the appointment because I was so annoyed when oh, they first called me back there. Because when they do the blood pressure thing, that's the first thing they do when they get you in that room. And I was just not having. <laughs> so I just was like giving cre- like Trent credit for being low key and being like, no, relax, eat your breakfast. So just wanted to throw that out there, like giving Trent a little bonus point. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Oh, Marta's Magical Mystery Class is asking the what's the November book? Is it Death of a Kitchen Diva? Or yes, Lee Hollis, Death of a Kitchen Diva. This is our November book. Oh, wait a second. Again, with my I learned how to do things. (gasps) I feel okay. Let's see if I can do this. Ha ha. Yes. I'm excited about both of these. I'm excited about the November one because my grandma likes Lee Hollis's series. And I'm excited. I'm excited about the December one because it looks so cozy. I had the best time making some of these images. Again, oh, and here, oh, here's the one I made. Yes. So this is the image that's gonna be for next month's introductory. Cute, cute. So we have Diva. And then, so for December, we have 12 Days of Cozies. And so because of 12 Days of Cozies, we are not going to be doing the official live stream, (laughs) but we're going to be doing the buddy read. And so the buddy read book is in Peppermint Peril. And so again, we have the books being displayed, hopefully very nicely on screen. And then I got the little Christmas Moriarty and he's covering your face. And I was like, oh yeah, look, look. 
he's my face. <laughs> okay, so this is me being like the overachiever person, like my little perfectionist self. I was trying to figure out where to put things so they wouldn't get in the way of the screen. So I kept making new images and putting them in like different places oh so that I could figure out like, this is this is funny. Casey's gonna be like up and down. Like I was trying so hard <laughs> to figure out like, will he cover the name? Will he be oh in the way? Moriarty. Yeah, I was like trying, <laughs> I was trying to figure out the placement in the worst way. I was determined to get this right. And I was like, and then we had our little Sherlock hamster. <laughs> I was really trying to like go for it. So even then, like sleuthing Tuesdays, oh, nice. I have the different like things all across the screen, like where can I put it? How can I angle this? You guys yeah, can see it. How fun. So these are the things I do in my spare time. So like, here's the one that I think like actually works. <laughs> the things I do. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah well, they both sound great. They both sound really good. So hey, when are you going to announce like the days for 12 days of cozies? Does that happen? So 12 days of cozies runs December 1st through December <laughs> 12. So we have 12 days. And as Yummy is doing a question, I'm doing the math in my head with like posting the announcements. So right now there are 35 authors. And so, yeah, I'm really, I'm really pumped about this. So we have 35 authors and I'm going to pull up my calendar off to the side. So I'm going to be uh, reaching out to the final few authors. And plus I have a few emails to respond back to. It's really hard sometimes to keep up because I'm only one person. <laughs> Yeah. So we get the DMs, I got the Instagram DMs, I got the Instagram comments, I got the emails. It's hard to always get back to everybody, but I have a few emails with authors that I need to respond to. And I'm going to have that all set and organized. But this 12 Days of Cozy is, I upped the coziness level. <laughs> I believe, I'm really excited if she's still here. I know Marta is one of the authors who's joining nice. us and she's featured. And so I was just looking to see where I put my Word document. It's here somewhere. Thank you, Lady Gizmo. You're so sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's someone on Instagram who's like, I love it when she's the guest hostess. I'm like, I do too. We're like fangirling together. So <laughs> every day there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of coziness. So again, I feel like I'm pitching right now, but sign up for the email newsletter because every day you will get an email in the morning and that's going to have, you're going to, there's going to be a giveaway with the newsletter. So I don't always use this feature. This is the same thing with like my personal Instagram. I've been hiding the like count. Like, I don't want to know, like just, uh, you know, I'm posting this because I like the photo and I want to share this. I don't care if there's a hundred likes or 10, like I just want to do what I want to (laughs) do. So with MailChimp, there's a feature where you can see who opens the emails. So I don't usually utilize this feature, but it's there. And so for the email newsletter, if you open the newsletter, you're automatically entered to win the giveaway. So subscribe, enter. And with that, I'm really happy. (laughs) You got to love how I do my little like, I'm so happy to do the different platforms and devices because I know certain people can only access or read certain things. So for the newsletter, every giveaway is going to be either an ebook or an audiobook. So digital, again, like for me, I'm linking internationally. So there's no limit on where you are like, oh, I got to worry about postage. And, you know, at least, at least with the newsletter, if it's a digital newsletter and you got the digital, you know, giveaway items. So every nice. morning you get the giveaway with that. Plus, I'm so happy. Like I already finished all of them. You got every single day I'm going to have bingo boards or a word search or something. Like I have all the Instagram uh, templates and story. I just, I've really went for it. Like I'm, I have the emails all drafted. Again, me being my little overachiever self. So every day there's going to be at least three things, like either an adult coloring book page. I have this stuff 
ready to go. I've been working on this literally since last 12 days ago. Yeah, you have. I kid you not. There's a lot of content. And so every morning that email comes out and then there's going to be a guest blog post by an author. And I'm actually going to be responding to some of some of all of the comments. I posted a search of asking if any of the cozy readers wanted to post something. And so I'm thinking the blog post for the authors in the morning and the evening post will be by a sleuther. So, you know, not just authors being being showcased. And so I'm just looking. So then we have the Twitter giveaway. So every day there's going to be a giveaway on Twitter. And then every day there's also an Instagram giveaway. And authors are also going to be going on their own Instagram channels and doing Instagram live events. So the first one is going to be at two o'clock on December 1st with Winnie Archer slash Melissa Bourbon. So she's going to be the first Instagram live author. So at two o'clock, you can chat live with Winnie over on her Instagram account. Every evening. So (laughs) I love how like I have the times broken down. So every morning, the newsletter is going to be out by seven. So 7am is newsletter. 8am is going to be the Twitter giveaway. The Instagram live time is going to vary depending on the author and their platform. So again, I also kind of like that because then different opportunities to join different events. Mm -hmm. And then the Instagram giveaway, I believe that one's going to be at 11 o'clock EST. And then the Twitter reading sprints are every evening from five to eight. (laughs) So they're in 20 minute increments. So 20 minutes to read, 20 minutes to chat, answer questions. And every night authors are going to be joining at the Twitter reading sprints. So on December 1st, Jackie Layton, I don't know if she popped in to say hi or not tonight, but she's Mm -hmm. awesome. And Dana Mentink, I don't want to mispronounce her last name. M-E-N-T-I-N-K are going to be doing their Twitter reading sprint. So they're going to be there asking what you're reading, what you're liking. And then that evening from eight to nine, we have Wendy Kendall, Ellen Byron, and Jackie Layton hanging out to answer all of your cozy questions. So they're going to be answering your questions from eight to nine that night. So there's going to be something on every platform. There's going to be tons of giveaways. I am pumped. Someone was asking... Can you give the website slash email newsletter info again? So you can sign up. I've tried to make it really easy. So (laughs) thank you for joining. You guys are the best. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I know. I never like like the video. People like give it a thumbs up. You're so cute to say that. That makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah. So you can sign up either my personal website. It's literally the front page. So AngelaMariaHart.com. If you go on the CozyMysteryBookClub.com, I believe it's right there on the homepage to sign up for the newsletter. Um, I'll also reshare the landing page that I made. There's an actual 12 Days of Cozy's landing page to sign up for the newsletter. And so that one, I can reshare that on Twitter tonight. So there are a lot of different ways to sign up. So basically, no matter where you sign up, you're taken care of. And then when you sign up, again, me being my little overachiever self, I have a secret hidden page on my website. So only newsletter subscribers can access it. And you'll have all the word searches and bingo boards and Instagram story templates. And so there's a lot of fun extra content that you can enjoy. So sign up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's something else I wanted to mention. Oh, yeah. So we have like some really great Instagram giveaways too. So Kate Lansing is going to be doing all three books in her her series with Killer Chardonnay. So we got all three books there. And then I know there's another one that's like super epic for the 12 Days of Cozies where I was going... Wow, that's a lot of books. I'm trying to, I'm, tr- I'm just scrolling down. I think it was like another complete series, but there are a lot of authors giving me a lot of things, a lot of different activities, opportunities. So I wanted to make sure that no matter the platform, no matter the time, like everyone can take part and enjoy the coziness. And just, again, I was trying to be, be very thoughtful and meticulous with no matter where you are. And I know we have some death sleuthers, some blind sleuthers, no matter what the options are, you can take part. So there's awesome. something for everybody. 
So yeah. plus the Instagram challenges. So that's what I was going to say. The Instagram challenges, that was so fun. And who likes to plan ahead? When will you reveal the Instagram challenges? Like for you? So I always said to myself, the first day of the month, I'm going to be sending the newsletter, but it's the first week now, the first week of the month, you can expect a newsletter from me. And I'm going to be revealing all of the, the Instagram challenges. And I'm going to give you some of the expectations and the times and dates you can mark your calendar. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to share, I'm creating this, it's kind of an epic day by day. It almost looks like a program guide. Like if you went to an actual event somewhere for a conference. So it's going to have every day with like what you can expect with the author, like who's doing what event at what time. So everyone will have the PDF to download and I'll put it on the website and share it on the Instagram and Twitter. And I'm just going to make sure that no matter where you are, you can find the information. I I got you covered. So I was going to say like November 1st, but the first week of November, yeah, email and like the email newsletter, I got your app. That's the, that's the big reveal. And then the authors that I'm going to be messaging, the authors I still need to follow back with, they're going to be added to the list and everything's going to be confirmed and get them ready ready to go. Awesome. So lots going on. Plus I saw someone else mention, where did it go? So you mentioned the buddy read. I got you covered with that too. So where did it go with my little extras? There we go. So right now, the buddy read, I've basically been posting Instagram challenges. And so if there are other ways you guys want to take part and kind of celebrate, you know, the Sherlock hamsters and the library lovers events, I'm totally open to your suggestions. I was actually going to share the photos that y'all have been posting of do or die. I have them for tomorrow. Actually, I have them as a draft in my Instagram folder, like the Instagram account. They're ready to go. So I wanted to share your photos because they're so cute and they make me so happy. So if there are other, you know, challengers or ways you want to talk about the buddy read that we're kind of going on, I'm totally open to your suggestions. So I have all of the dates and information on the website. So (laughs) if you guys have any other ways that you'd like me to post about it, share the information. These images are also on the website. And I just realized I still have one of the comments highlighted. So you can see everything. And those are the tags that are being utilized. So if there's other things in regards to, I don't know how how I'm going to say it. So basically right now, I just have the Instagram challenges. And I believe you can see the ones from last month. So I'm going to be posting something similar on our Instagram on November 1st. Uh, And I'm going to also have the same information in the email newsletter and post them on the uh, website as well. So right now I have the Instagram challenges. But if there are other things or other ways you want to talk about the book, let me know because I'm open. And then we got yeah. a little bit. And, uh, and I think people were asking uh, if they should be looking for something with the buddy read. And I think the difference with a buddy read, and this is good for anybody for December too, it, there isn't really a everybody meets at this time and talks about yeah. it like it is with the other. It's more, you know, when you do post about it, make sure you use the hashtags and, and tag Angela. And that way, you know, hopefully you can chat with people about them. So if you post something on Twitter or you post something on Instagram, then the conversation is kind of more organic and, you know, commenting on each other's things. And that's kind of how we communicate for the buddy read. Yeah. I think I actually prefaced it saying the low key buddy read, because I, again, I didn't want people to feel pressured. And the other part of it was some people have already read the entire series and I didn't want to make them feel awkward about it. Like, Oh no, no, you got to reread it. You got to do this. You don't have to do anything. This is just to celebrate the books, talk about them, enjoy them. So that's why the hashtags are why I'm kind of how I'm promoting it or saying like, oh, we have the hashtag, like there's where you can share it, have the conversations, celebrate the cozy mysteries with your fellow sleuthers. So 
make sure you utilize the hashtag and you tag the account because I'm one of those people like if you tag the account, I'm going to re- I'm going to reshare your photo on the stories. I'm probably going to share it to the feed. So make sure you tag me. That's one of the big things. Make sure I see it or, or even just even if you want to be like, hey, here's a DM. I posted this. Yeah. I, let me know. <laughs> and so then it's just you, you can post anytime, but you want to make sure you post by that date that you have, that you mentioned, like for, for me, month, that's like, that? it's kind of like the goal date, I think of like, okay, if you guys want to have it read by or around this date, because essentially I don't have it as an upload, but it's basically, so the second Tuesday of the month is the cozy corner chat night with the authors on, on mm-hmm. uh, the Twitter account. So you can tweet with them, ask them your questions. That's from seven to eight, the second Tuesday of the month. So the third Tuesday of the month, I thought, okay, buddy read goal date. Because then the last Tuesday is book club night on YouTube. Right. So I figured it would be kind of a nice little way of not overloading or at least giving sure. you a few days in between things. Yeah. Because some months, again, I actually went back and found all the dates and, and highlighted things. Some months, the last Tuesday and the third Tuesday are right back to back. Other times you got a week in between. So yeah. I thought it was kind of a nice little way to break up the not monotony of the week, but like, I don't want to overload you. Like, oh, you have so many books to read and you got to get read by this date. That's just sort of a goal date. Again, low key, read however you like. I, again, like I want people to enjoy things. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're great. <laughs> you're going to check minus. <laughs> no, just, it's just a way to enjoy and have fun. Like, you know, this little guy, where do you go? The little sh- like Sherlock hamster, like it's just meant to be fun, make you smile, enjoy. <laughs> and I'm trying to think if there's any other thing. So I know... I feel like we've been, I didn't realize how long we've been talking. And I know a lot of people have said goodnight, but if you guys are still here. I'm going to give you a little bit of inside information. So this is the giveaway I'm going to be doing on my own personal Instagram account for, mm-hmm. and I, again, I don't really follow the numbers, but every so often my mom will say, congratulations. And I ask her for what? And so, <laughs> and so then she tells me, oh, that you've reached a milestone. And so I haven't really been paying attention to the numbers. And so what I thought I would do is just do this giveaway. And so basically it has this sign to make your free things. There's a notebook, there's pens and highlighters. There's even a little candle in the front. So I thought it would be good timing with NaNoWriMo. So I can kind of give you a little bit of prep stuff there. So that's going to be on my Instagram in the coming week. And then Kobo, K-O-B-O, I'm currently in conversation with them to be doing a giveaway on Alexis Hall's latest book, Murder Most Actual. So one person will win an ebook and the e-reader device. <laughs> so Whoa. someone's going to be winning an e-reader device once this giveaway is up and running. So you guys got the inside information. Be on the lookout for that. So there's a big giveaway coming your way very, very soon. That was like for everyone who's stuck around, been here, you guys now are like in the real no. You guys know now. <laughs> so I'm really excited that that's... I'm just really happy to be able to offer that. As soon as I saw that in the email, I'm like, is this a typo? <laughs> That's really generous. So be on the lookout. Sharon Elizabeth is asking again about the Buddy Read and Twitter. And and I would say, so with the Buddy Read, it, it's just kind of one of those things where you can post and use the hashtag and tag Angela on Instagram or Twitter. And then she can you know share what you said, especially on Twitter. She'll retweet. And then it's just a way to then people will see your tweet and then maybe comment on it. And so we get to chat with each other a little, but it's not maybe an official, you know, reading at the same time. So, so we're, it's a buddy read because technically we're all reading the same book. And so you can mention it and then hopefully you'll get to chat with people a little bit, but it's not like official, I guess. 
So I'm trying to figure out if there is another way to do the buddy read so that people can't have more of a, Oh, sorry. Uh, thank you for joining us. But yeah, I just wanted to say, I'm trying to figure out if there's another way to kind of celebrate the series, because again, I want you to be able to have those conversations. So I'm thinking maybe there will be a sort of, oh, on this day, there will, will be a conversation on Twitter or on Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. So like have that goal date and do like either something, again, like I want it to be low key, like a low key, you know, Twitter conversation about you yeah. know, the latest book. So there'll be something. But I'm just still trying to figure out like what your preferences are. So that's why mm-hmm. I've kind of been slowly, I feel as if it's slowly okay. growing. Like we're starting with the Instagram challenges. Now we're really working up to this. So mm-hmm. I think having a Twitter chat or something will be the next step. So hopefully you like that. <laughs> cool. So if, if you guys have any other questions, I didn't realize we've been on this long. And I'm like, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so honored that you guys take part in chat cozies and you are so adorable i am so happy that you wore the hat the entire night like that makes me ridiculously happy <laughs> like i i wish i had one to wear with you so like it'd be like practical magic like matching yeah um, next year angela <laughs> yes you're gonna be my halloween co-host every year every year i'm gonna like block you for october <laughs> i think i said to ben i think he i had him for January, I think two years in a row, I was like, every January, you're the first live stream guest every year. You're the January yeah. <laughs> Right? There you go. So I'm going to have to make you the October co-host because like, we're going to have to do like costumes or something. We're going to have to like work on this. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do I do it. have, I was like really happy. I was like, I got candy corn. <laughs> so oh like, my gosh. <laughs> I think the dog oh, has his own kid. I don't know what he's doing over there. He's got his own treat. But... <laughs> I love how it's called brand. Like, I don't like that name, but I have the thing where it's like, oh, we can post this here for our final. Like, and you can see the oh, tagged man. videos. So if there's any other final questions, thoughts, comments, please post them now because otherwise going to have to say goodnight. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you little miss, you have your own little one to go attend to. That's right. We'll see what she's up to. (laughs) I hope everybody has a fun week and, you know, happy Halloween if you're into Halloween and and all that. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone, she is amazing. Colleen is so awesome. If you're not already following her Instagram and Twitter, please do because she's spreading the coziness, which is always a plus. So I just want to give you a little shout out and a thank you for taking part in being my guest host tonight because you were so sweet and so awesome. And I just love the fact you dressed up. That just makes me like, that makes my day so, so great. Like I was so proud of myself with my shirt and like, she just, she just killed it. I just am like, it's like, bravo. Like I want to have one of those gifs where like they stand up in the auditorium like clapping. Lori, high five. Lori and I are post twins. We we post about the same books on the same day all the time. <laughs> oh, Lori, reading this is like, she's so, she was another great Instagram account. I oh, love that. She's love so her. sweet. She's the one who inspired the, she, again, I mentioned before, she's the one who mentioned like, I've been posting every month. Is it okay if I ask for more bookmarks? I'm like, yeah, of course I'll send you another bookmark. But that's why I was like, okay, we got to do something for people who keep posting every month. <laughs> so she was the inspiration for the nail pin, pen, mug. <laughs> so that's you can awesome. thank her for bringing that to my attention. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining tonight and just being a part of the book club. I am so honored that you're taking part out of your days to talk about cozy mysteries and celebrate them. I am just, you guys make my heart so happy. And I was really looking forward to this this month. You know, I've been working on this, my dissertation for the longest time. It has not been the easiest process. And so I was 
you know, again, I had a meeting. It was not that necessarily the highlight of my month. And I go from this meeting to working on 12 Days of Cozies for y'all. So I'm just really appreciative that you guys are part of the club. And, you know, I'm able to create stuff that you enjoy. And this is just such a fun outlet and place to be. So thank you for being here and joining and just being your awesome selves. So it's an amazing <laughs> thing that you've made. We love I it. Just, I'm so appreciative. It just, it's amazing to see people posting about the book that we're reading. And I, it's just, I love that. I, every single time I see a post, it just makes me smile. So I'm just very appreciative that you guys are part of this and you're just so amazing. So thank you for brightening my day and being your just amazing soothing selves. So I just, that's all I wanted to say is the final good night for the thank evening. You. So please continue to stay safe, healthy, happy. If you go out trick-or-treating, double, <laughs> double that. Please stay safe and healthy. And, you know, I'm just, I want you guys to enjoy your Halloween, enjoy your the movies. I know you guys are talking about Hocus Pocus on the Instagram. So enjoy the Halloween spooky season because next month we got Thanksgiving and the food. And then come December, we got all the holiday stuff. So enjoy Halloween and the candy corn while you can. So <laughs> that's it for me. Do you have any final good night wishes? Mm, that's it. Happy Halloween. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Cozy Mystery Book Club podcast. I hope you enjoyed our discussion of One Poison Pie by Lynn Cahoon. If you ever miss any of the Cozy Mystery Book Club fun, you can always find previous posts on Instagram, Twitter, and over on the CozyMysteryBookClub.com website. Just because you missed one event does not mean you have to fall behind with all of the sleuthing fun. If you'd like to join a live stream event on the day it occurs, please mark your calendar for the last Tuesday of the month. The last Tuesday of the month, every month, is Cozy Mystery Book Club Day. You can join myself and a special sleeping guest at 7pm EST over on my YouTube channel, Books Are My Heart. Heart spelled H-A-R-T in honor of my last name. If you can't wait an entire month for some sleeping fun, please join any of the other number of events that I organize throughout the month. The second Tuesday of the month is always Cozy Corner Chat Night over on Twitter. Your favorite and soon-to-be favorite Cozy Mystery authors are going to be live on Twitter, ready to answer all of your cozy questions. You can ask them about their favorite cozy mysteries, writing habits, and anything else that comes up. One month, everyone was posting their favorite cheese gifts, and another month, everyone was sharing photos of their favorite cozy companions. You never know what is going to happen during those events over on Twitter. There is currently also a buddy read going on for the Library Lovers Mystery Series. The goal is to have read the book by the third Tuesday of the month this way you can take advantage of the hashtag Sherlock Hamsters and post all of your cozy thoughts and connect with your fellow sleuthers to discuss series that y'all are clearly enjoying. There are also giveaways, author events, and a number of other things that occur across platforms. So please make sure you check out the Cozy Mystery Book Club's Instagram and Twitter accounts at Cozy Mystery Club so you never miss a beat. And if you haven't signed up for the Cozy Mystery Book Club's monthly newsletter, please do so ASAP. I work really hard on having all the information ready to go. So all you have to do is add it to your calendar and you are ready to enjoy the coziness. You can sign up for the monthly newsletter via my personal website, AngelaMariaHart.com or over on the CozyMysteryBookClub.com website. The newsletter landing page is also included in the link tree shared in the Instagram bio. There are a number of ways to sign up for the newsletter. So please don't overlook this cozy option. Until the next event, I hope you have fun reading, writing, and sleuthing. You truly deserve all of the happiness in the world, 
and I'm wishing you the best in everything that you do. I hope Cozy Mysteries continue to make you smile and bring joy into your life. Thank you for being a part of the Cozy Mystery Book Club and celebrating Cozy Mysteries with me and the rest of this awesome community. Please stay kind and creative and have an amazing day. Until next time, I hope you enjoy all of the coziness. Thank you again and happy sleuthing.